Hello, fellows. Welcome to Dragons Oh My. My name is Dallas Matson. I'm your DM. My pronouns are he, him. Tonight we have Lindsay Bell. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm playing Fern Botanica. My pronouns are she, her, and Fern's pronouns are also she, her. All right. We also have Shiloh Trigg. Uh, yeah, Shiloh Trigg. Uh, my character's name is Mudboy. We are he, him pronouns. We also have uh, Corey. Uh, I have Giyu Otum. Pronouns he, him as well for me, too. I'm Corey. Don't forget Jacob. Hi, my name is Jacob. I'm going to be playing Cad Warden Chillbreaker. He's a dwarf warlock. Both of us use pronouns. And last but not least, Jan. Ahoy! My name is Jan. I use he, him pronouns. And I shall be playing as Snarky Pippins. Also using EM pronouns. All right, and uh, let's get ready to rumble. Um, so to to start off, we got the inspirations. I'm gonna start off with the team ones. You guys were all ready on your turns, like you like the whole through the whole session. You guys knew exactly what you wanted to do on your terms, and were like ready to fucking commit in these battles. So I'm going to give you guys two points for that. Two points for being like tactical and working together, like not just being prepared on those, but just like using your spells cohesively, using other people's like somebody caused something to give somebody else advantage and somebody used that. It was really good. Uh, you guys get one for giving some pretty damn good descriptions of what was going on. And then another one for defeating the Thunderbore Gorthok. Now, Jacob, specifically, you get... Uh, one for your onslaught of good song references like i don't know how you catch them but we say something you're like that's a lyric to a song and i'm gonna say something about it <laughs> and then, go ahead should have been barred yeah that's not a bad idea and then a two for staying in character uh you did that quite frequently so i just want you to know you're killing it um shiloh i'm gonna say that i give you uh, three and this is more or less one instance but it changed the way the thing played out so much that i just want you to get recognition for it it was for your like like initial yeah. in intimidation like don't oh, fucking yeah. move to the orcs that eventually cause two of them to like run away and then for the mm -hmm, last mm -hmm. one to be so intimidated by you and Fern and Cad Warden that it also basically gave up. So I'm giving you three points for basically intimidating the shit out of the orcs and starting the whole surrender. For Lindsay you get one for remembering what's going on in the background just like as people were doing X, Y, and Z you were making sure that they remembered that they had that there. Um, one one for cracking some good jokes throughout the whole thing. Um, and then two for, again, this is one instance, but the way you did it was so strategic and it, it ended up changing the, the whole scenario of the battle again was the use of your, your special condition spells in the perfect scenarios. You ended up using like your called lightning or some shit like that. Yeah, that shit was fucking tight. In the middle of the thunderstorm, which was like the optimum time to use it. Okay. It, it was brilliant. So I just want you to realize that that's what is there. Um, Were we in the middle of an adventuring day or did we end with a long rest um we have not gotten to a long rest so you guys whatever you guys is battle damage and stuff like that it is still all currently in effect um why don't you guys talk for a second and try and remember what happens i know what's going on i got a little description but maybe you guys should just talk it up and figure it out for a second i think once we uh killed gorthok we sort of just harvested the body and was getting out of there yeah yeah i mean i think we just probably put it all yeah. in the tavern um appropriately which we have a shit ton of bacon like i said we should do like a bacon special 
Uh, Listen, the, we, we called it something. We we, we gave it a, a cool name. Oh yeah. Like we called it like the Thunderburger or some That's shit so like perfect. that. Yeah. The the there was some shit that I was I knew there was some shit at the end and I was just like. Well, we're having a special out of the meat for the next month. Yeah. <laughs> Until supplies last. Yeah. <laughs> it literally says that like while well, supplies last. Thunderburger. <laughs> Thunder hamburger. No, it wouldn't be ham. Well, no. no, it is ham. Why did we call it hamburger if it's actually beef? That's a fucking question. It's uh, ham is just a cut of meat rather than a kind of animal. Ham is well, a part of meat no. originally. Humans have ham. It was by a ham. Did that, but like, so it's just a ham sandwich. It's not like I always figured it was. Ham like a, means cow now. I mean, it means pig now, but it didn't use. That's it used to be an all-encompassing term because there is a part I of the leg. So. Uh, there's a part of the legs that called the hamstring. Ham. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It all makes sense suddenly. Yeah, it does. I just thought it was strange. So you guys started the episode. Breaking into the forest, coming up over a ridge in a valley, and on the other side of the valley, orcs rose up on an opposite ridge. You guys fell into battle with them, but through some intimidation tactics and quick removal of threats, you guys were able to have two just run away. Yargoth, the main like magic user in that group, he ran away as well, and one of the last ones surrendered. So in that moment, you guys ended up letting the guy go so that he could find his two brothers and decided to chase after Yargoth with Xanth to head to the Circle of Thunder. You guys showed up to the Circle of Thunder and there was a thunderous ritual going on at the top of a hill with a Stonehenge looking set of rocks and you guys killed the three half orcs that were magically summoning something and the multiple twig blights within a fell swoop with Fern's use of magic in such a critical moment before their bodies fall and disappear as a giant thunder boar comes slamming into existence. You guys took some serious hits, did some serious damage, and when it's all said and done, you guys had murdered Gorthok the thunder boar. You uh, murder him. Yeah, you did. You murdered him. He wasn't saying it, was he? Oh, he was a, he was a boar. He, like, he was some sort of god, you know what I mean? Oh, like, you or... know, boars are actually pretty smart. Too bad that they're not all barbarians. Smarter than dogs. Yeah. They're all barbarians, though. I don't know. That's racist. Uh, or, yeah, just for looking at them wrong. Anyway, so you guys defeated the boar and decided to cut it up, use its meat at your tavern, uh, use its pelt for some clothes in the future, and use its tusk to make a thunder weapon. Um, as you guys saw, still crackling thunder contained within the... In the aftermath, you guys began searching the area because you had noticed through your familiars at the beginning that there was three caves located at the bottom of this hill. In those, you guys found a potion of invulnerability ability, a shield that I'm just saying it over the board is a plus one shield. And then you guys got a potion of greater healing. Plus one shield. So I'm going to take that. Me? Sorry. I don't want to use a shield. I'm a sword swinger. could use a shield if I wanted. I can't use shields. Fern, you're the only one yeah, who can. Yeah, I do can. have shields. Here today. So I add plus one? Yeah, just add oh, one more cool. to that. You guys want the eyes or anything? Like, you just gonna use the bones for something? What do you... Well, eyes rapidly decompose. Yeah. Did we talk about having a fridge? I feel like we talked about you guys having just... a fridge. Like, making There's a new fridge room. There's many ways of preserving meats. We could put yeah. it in salt or oil or... Yeah, you'd literally be the resident expert on Probably. that, man. Yeah, I don't do it myself, but I know most you know? of it. I got dirty hands. I'm a mud boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a mud boy. Are you talking about Shiloh or I'm a mud boy? <laughs> I was like, you want to make it? Like, uh, 
does? That is the end of the recap. And uh, you guys are basically, at this moment, you guys have uh, cleared out the caves below. And somebody, one or two people, I can't remember who, they're at the top just finishing up cleaning everything. And they're, they're packing what they can onto the cart. Somebody's whistled for Nugget. He's made his way over to you guys. And you guys are kind of just using the cart to carry things up to the nightcap tap room and as you guys call nugget over here and you guys start making your first real trek up the like slight mountain of its shell you guys come across the body of a dead orc give me a perception check anybody who's checking out this dead orc because you guys are all walking up just kind of bringing materials from this thunder boar to your your home um, Eleven. nice not good Ooh, 26 nice see if i say nice for everybody's you don't know if it's actually nice or not you know what i said today i said this I thought, I thought my 11 Listen, was exemplary. I said this to a colleague today. I said, um, everyone is special is just another way of saying no one is. And then I was like, yep. that was a quote <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, you guys walk up and Fern notices it first and just kind of walks up to the dead body. She can tell by the scrapes at the base of its feet that it ran through your guys' spikes. You can tell that this is one of the orcs that ran away, but it's not the last one that you let go. Um, It's one of the two Jed and Led that ran away in the middle of the battle. So it's got scrapes there, but also on its like chest and on its neck and on its arms um it has massive scratches and give me a nature check okay. uh fern yeah i'm gonna use the inspiration right do it always been yeah. weird that druids suck at nature yeah i thought for sure i'd have something but no i have nothing uh, it's because uh yeah. druids are wisdom based classes but wizards of the coast made nature an intelligence role hey, hey there's a reason why there's a nature and a survival so that both of those mental stats can be good at outdoor should I make her do a survival check? I'm, I want her to do a CSI check right now, but we don't have that stat. So that's investigation. They're investigators. <laughs> oh, you're right. Give me an investigation check. Hopefully okay, that's well, better. Um, two things I want to say. One just is change the that numbers, I guess. Uh, I'm not going to roll, but I'll just add what I have. Um, I don't have any points in investigation yeah. either, but I rolled a 19 after using two inspiration points. Um, nice. Maybe. Okay. Um, with the 19, you would have gotten it anyway. You can tell that the wounds on this this orc are claws but not like sharp cat claws you can tell these are rough claws like a dog and you can tell that these are on the defensive side of his arms he's not these aren't down the center of his forearms these are on his the shins of his arm i don't know what the hell the word is there uh you can tell that he tried to protect himself from whatever was attacked uh so what you've gleaned from this is also that the the body hasn't been here for very long it's still kind of warm so you can tell it wasn't that long ago that it was done by some sort of dog creature and that the wounds seem more defensive does it look like the sort of bites that were on our spider dog friend um the bites yeah there's no bites these these are just like scratches from like dog paws ah. um they're intense they're like heavy strength they're like ripped through his shirt and his armor even though these were dull claws but there's no like bite marks on him. Um, just the claws. Just the claws. But they are dog-like, which you know your spider friend is in the dog form. Do you guys do anything with the body? Do you guys move forward or 
It's on Nugget. Yeah, it's on like because we've talked about it before. Like he's got a huge shell, but when mm-hmm. he buries himself underground, it's like a hill that leads up to the nightcap tap room, which has got like a little mm-hmm. porch on it, and it's kind of like a zigzaggy pattern. It doesn't take you much, but it's like 15 feet. You turn around and then you go up further, and then there's like more of a plateau with the the thing on top of it. So on like the first lift or first incline, you guys uh, here. Let me do a doodle. Do a doodle. So this is what it looks like. So this is basically the hill you guys see. And then this first slant here is where you guys like find the body. There is a second slant before it comes up to the plateau that has the nightcap tap room and the porch. Okay. Well, it's going to stink up all the nuggets. So let's just toss it, eh? Unless we need it for something. I Get think that we should, yeah, yeah. toss that pinky shit out of here. <laughs> Get that shit me. back where it came <laughs> from. So help me. Yeah. So help, so help me. So help me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So you guys yeet it off to the side of Nugget and just get back to loading shit up. Or so you guys are still heading back up to the house. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, yeah. as you get closer, um, you guys come up with the second raised ramp. As you get kind of to the plateau, you see somebody sitting on the porch, very close to where your friend the spider was. But you notice that the spider is not there, but the wolf body is on the plateau. And he says, hey, guys. And you hear it in your head as like not the static anymore but it's more of an understandable language but through your ears externally you hear orcish it says guys some people tried to break in here i got him though no need to worry oh and i think i understand what you guys meant by names now you guys can call me Craxis. <laughs> The middle is static. Yeah, it's it's crack and then like a bunch of static and then sis. I don't really just call you a crack. Yeah. Just call you a crack. That's easier, right? Yeah. Yeah, you got the ball. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's, I figured you guys would call him practice. Sure. That's what I ever done. Um, but Craxis it is. <laughs> um, I have this you, strange and building feeling that we should be calling you Craxis for whatever reason. Yeah, so. For some reason, I think I've decided completely of my own volition that I'm to call you Craxis. <laughs> um, I wanted to be known that this was my decision and my decision alone. <laughs> Nobody tells me what to do. But if you guys want to talk to Craxis, like, what are you guys? Is what are you so guys saying? Half orc for orc? Yeah, it's a proper orc, but it and is... like, broke in? Yeah, him and his brother tried to break in. Yeah. You can tell that there was... It, it's kind of... Actually, now everybody give me um, an investigation check. Um, if nobody's talking to him past learning his name. <laughs> Naturally, talk talking. I think uh, we're looking at each other. Spider Dog is questioning him yeah, about yeah. the interaction he had with two orcs, in which case we found one of them dead. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he is no longer in. in a dog form. Uh, he's what would be oh, the head. Head of an orc. Oh, he's the other brother. He's presumed a new form. Oh, yes, he is um, led. I got a thirteen. Oh, do I need to roll another? Yeah, I need to roll another. Investigation, Jake. And that one that shit like fucking champion. Nice. You have inspiration. You said 13? you were capped out. Uh, you're right, but there might be. Right. I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't know. Failure. All right, all right. I got fourteen. So generally, you guys are able to put together that this is the spider. He's gained intelligence. 
uh, based off of this orc's body. And that based off what he said, these two orcs tried to break in. He killed one and he's obviously stolen the body of another. He's introduced himself as Craxus. Is there anything you guys would like to say or do any further than that? Not unless he has something particular he wants to say. It's just sort of a, we knew he was like a body snatcher. Yeah. First time we met him. Yeah. This isn't too surprising, at least for Caddy. Well, yeah, you guys are continuing to go up to the place and he's like, so, um, one cool thing is like, I got a lot more power in my like energy supply, I guess you could say. And I can, I can feel something now and it's kind of pulling me somewhere. I can feel like a similar resonance and I, I'd love it if we could all go check it out. Um, I see you, you're obviously busy loading up some delicious looking meat. I'll, I'll wait. But I would love it if once you guys are done here or wherever else you need to go, we could go check out my thing. I did save you. I did save your guys's whole turtle house thing. You guys notice that this guy is he Praxis is talking way more bro than he was as a cryptic dog. Uh, it's all because of the orc brains, the <laughs> frat voice. <laughs> Damn. Uh, but all in all, he says that he feels it towards the edge of the land. He can feel it like not far from here, but where obviously he's been traveling with you guys for a while. He basically knows that it's not far from where you guys have called Fandolin, and it's to the west of that. And you guys know that that's basically if, if you go too far west that's the coast mm. but he's just following um, some sort of like internal instinct other than, yeah which he said like last time he was talking to you guys about this he didn't have any inclination of who this person was or where this person is um but now they're saying that they're getting a bit more of like a like a magnetism pull in one spot specifically towards the wife that he was referring to before he doesn't know that he just feels some Something that's like very much on the same frequency as himself in one way or another. Uh, do you think that might mean that there's another one of you? I, I kind of hope so. Maybe they'll know where, you know, my, my other half is at. Maybe they'll be my other half or maybe they'll just know a little bit more about me. And well, now, now that you're in this, uh, you know, more awakened form of self, do you know what you are? Um, I feel like I was made. You guys have asked like, you know, how long have I been? Now I kind of understand time a little bit better it's it's been a couple of years it gets a little bit foggy when again i didn't understand time and i was just taking over small little bugs at a time and stuff like that um but i i've been alive for you know a couple of years and the bigger i get the more the like desire has come but so far there's no real clear picture on it it just feels like there's something out there that i am missing and i need to just you know get to that and i don't know if this thing over here is going to actually help me but i think it'll know something or i'll learn something from it. even if this isn't an answer at least you know that that road leads nowhere you know i just think that mm. before mm. we jump completely well, into just following him we should talk about what our other options are like where we were we were working on well our other objectives right now are the uh the woodland months yep and that's pretty much it yeah we could do a yep, that's pretty much it and you guys are like real close to the woodland lands mm. um uh, but assuming you guys had been working through the day i think you guys dealt with the tree then you guys dealt with orc and then you guys dealt with the whole battle with the thunderbore so you guys are probably pretty beat up right now and um would I'm want to rest for the okay. night yeah damn <laughs> that makes sense 
mean, I'm probably um, tired, but yeah, I prefer from using all the energy, but I don't think I actually took any. Oh, it's worth uh, mostly I mean, okay. the only time constraint because right now the people of Fandolin <laughs> are safe and evacuated. Um, yeah. Right now, all we're doing, really, and we stopped this thing with where it was. So now we're just waiting for Cairovane to slip up and see if we can't kill it before it uh, impedes anywhere further. People of Fandolin are safe uh, in Axholm, so we really are on no time constraint. We just want to rest up. So let's do that just in case and start yeah. fresh in the morning. That sounds like, yeah, like we'll just be like, yeah, so we'll sleep on it. Yeah. You guys, yeah, you guys spend the rest of the day, you know, just uh, moving in this this massive amount of like <laughs> hide and bacon and just like cuts of ham and stuff like that. Um, all sorts of meat and totally celebrate um, like our um, achievement from defeating it and with all of the spoils of our defeat. Yes, yes. Actually, made a whole yeah. bunch of pots and we put a whole bunch of oil in it. What to fry things like cheeserones? <laughs> or the like, no, just like or just I don't know, grease you... wheels. You know, oil is. Oh, you just mean like you collect the oil from everything? Yeah. We, yeah. We, no, that's we, a good we've idea. Got a fuck ton of oil now. Yeah, or just grease gallons and, gallons. and yeah. gallons and gallons. Yeah. yeah, I want all three of you guys since there's nobody else here. Why don't all three of you guys give me some sort of cooking check? That could be like nature, so you guys know which cut of meat is the best. It could be survival because you cooked on the, the the deal. It could be reading a recipe, like he was saying. Um, what? Give me a roll and then explain to me how you help make a meal and then what you guys make. And what it, whatever exactly what clever. I want to do. Can I go first or do you guys want to go first? Oh, take it. Go for it. Nice. Okay, so I used like four inspiration points, but I am trying to use them up. Um, I can't use that here, right? Okay. So I wanted to use Absolutely. medicine and the reason I'm going to use medicine is because I want to make like a medicinal salve out of the um, fats, you know, and I have a seven in medicine and I rolled a 17. So that's 24. Nice. All right. So yeah, you make some, some good salves. You, you make some good like lotions and butters and I'll even say that you started some like homes, like soaps, like you're, you're making like soap bars with this like animal lard. Uh, And so you're, you even got like a little side hustle. Uh, You could start trying to get people to buy the nightcap tap room. Yes, I totally have like a little booth uh, so. set up in the corner of the tavern that like <laughs> uh, yeah. selling. Like we went to a bar yeah. one time and they had this little section where the Soaps. owner was selling her homemade jewelry. So just something like that. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, What about Cad Warden or Mudboy? What what did one of you guys want to do? I'm not certain. Can I roll to see how much oil I got? Or is that not creative enough? If you just want to get oil, that's fine. Uh, I just figured that would be something like more long term because you would get the fat as you were processing right. the meat and stuff like that oh, um, and so I wouldn't I, yeah I don't think because it's just something that I don't think you would have to like I don't think it would be too difficult Dallas? you know what I mean hello Dallas I'm going to cook some mud pies you're going to cook some mud pies alright yes I am is that like you take a piece of meat and you wrap it in mud and then you cook it you tell me Dallas you tell me <laughs> <laughs> alright yeah um, I'm calling a mud pie a chicken pot pie uh huh but it's wrapped in mud. So instead of there being like a flaky crust that oh, you want to no. eat, you like break it apart like it's a rock and you just kind of like eat out of it. Oh, it's like a hard biscuit kind of a thing, but it, it's it's a meal in a packet. Yes. It's not like gross mud. It's the kind of mud I use to make pot. Yes, exactly. You guys are cool with that shit. You should be cool with this. Yeah. That's and actually, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say that like it's even got 
like a like a Basically leaf, a leaf kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, it's got a leaf wrapped around it, and then you put clay around it. You know, um, yeah. so it's not necessarily touching the the combination of food and stuff like that. What'd you roll? Let me see how good these mm. mud pies are. I gotta remember now. Mm, now I remember. It's okay. Roll again. Ten total. Do I, okay. Do, do I add a thing to it? Yeah, you you tell me what you're doing. Like that's why I was saying earlier. Like yeah. she did she did medicinal things so she. Can, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I add my pro proficiency bonus because I have proficiency in either potter tools or. Yeah. No, All right. Cool. It. Yeah. Do that. Because um, really, right? it's not about the food that it's inside that I was worried about. It's it's sure. how your mud pie went. You know. So yeah, give me your potter's skill check. What's proficiency bonus right now? Three thirteen. Okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, you're able to keep the mud from getting within the late leaves. So you're Quates, able to... Quates, Quates, I want a better number. Oh, you're going to roll. All right. I want better Three still. Rolls. I only got one more. It's okay. not good enough. Okay. Well, you guys got points. point. All right. 22. 22. Do what I want. Okay, cool. Yum, 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 yum. So yeah, what you do is you make a nice meat, vegetable, and like starch mixture. And you take some of the like banana leaves sort of deal, like palm fronds or corn husks, if you will and uh, -huh. uh fold those around the meat and you as your hand is it's sitting on your hand you pull from the back of your hand up and down to the other side you is it like that band-aids without touching the skin with your it's like yeah. if you ever taken off a glove like without like yeah. you know, wiggling it off your fingers you grab from oh, the wrist and you pull it off yes exactly so it's much like that but you're peeling off mud and oh, all yeah. of a sudden it just wraps everything you had in your hand in a casing of mud and your hands refill with mud like i've been doing it for years years yes yes okay. it, it looks like it's natural it, yep. you you're pumping out these things left and right and your xanth hasn't really like left he dealt with you guys dealing with craxis and has been kind of cautious about it but like every time he gives craxis like the slightest slightest feeling of like i don't like this craxis like like jumps at him and like shoulder like 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 a bro like like a small dog jumping at you like just tells him to fuck off with like his eyes which to be honest is absolutely terrifying um because instead of like before i told you he was using his legs to make like a fake muscle uh of this dog yeah. now he's using his his little arms to make like eyebrows and he's making a yes. jaw so that every time he's talking in orcish two of his mandibles are moving up and down and so yeah. it looks like he's got a jaw that's opening and two yeah. of his are making little ears and then two of them are making a nose um um, and like the his upper, ears move ever so slightly with his jaw. Yes, every it's, it's he's got that sort of. A it's disturbing. Face. It is yep. disturbing. You guys are surprisingly being cool with this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no big deal. It's not the weirdest so thing we've seen. He makes he makes some beautiful mud pies and he slaps them into the oven. And I'm assuming it's again, you guys, it's called yes, a kiln. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm, I think yeah. we talked about this before. I'm assuming you guys have like a big pizza cooker. You know, like the stone oven pizza cookers, uh, yeah, where there's awesome. a big fire below and. Then there's like the place that you can put the pizza. Mm -hmm. Like you One said, it's, it's a kill. Yes, exactly. And you guys toss in. <laughs> I love that. You guys toss in a bunch of these stone pies and they're cooking for a while before you guys enjoy them. Cad Warden, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to use some of the oil to like replace the mundane oil that I have in my lamp because oh, okay. I want to, uh, I want to like have like this conductive thunder <laughs> pig oil that just like shows a cool crack. <laughs> 
twinkling like blue lights out of like the, yes, the regular fire line. All right, what what are you doing to uh, roll for this? Uh, what do you want? <laughs> no, you tell me. How are you well, making this happen? You're creating a yeah. You're selling oil things in vials that crackle. No, he wants it for himself. He wants to take like some of the like thunder yeah. meat fat and try yeah. and put it into his lantern and make a blue light. I totally oh. love this. How do you? What skill would you Wouldn't use that be to make this happen? Or Ooh. a tool? Uh, be a tool set? Yeah, I'll say. Uh, well, let's let's say because it's like alchemical th- uh, synthesization to get it properly suitable it, for that apparatus. So I'll alchemist. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll roll an al- alchemy. So I'll use intelligence, no proficiency, plus d twenty. Okay, cool. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. Nice. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah, you're able to take this, and when the fat is kind of rendered down, you detect that there is like this thin layer of like almost blue, like iridescent blue oil on top of the regular fat. And you know that Mudboy just wanted the fat for fires and oils and stuff. So you just wait till it hardens a little bit and you scoop off like the top two inches and you boil that down a little bit more. And what you end up with is this really thin blue gasoline. And you put that into your lantern. And as you do and you turn it on, it kind of gives like a quick like sputtering like and as soon as it like fires up it's got this gorgeous blue light and on the edges of it it's got occasional like lightning cracks that light up the edges of its vision its effectiveness a little bit Does more it look like a little bit like a lot not a lava lamp but the analog to that i'm thinking more of like a cone Less. but you remember those like things that you touch and it brings the electricity to your finger yeah, that's what it's, i'm talking about yes it's very much like that but like in a cone yeah um, coming from his lamp so a little bit less chaotic like that thing's all full of light yes exactly this is this is like yeah this like is an occasional streak from the headlamp Mm -hmm. to the end of the Mm -hmm. cone um it doesn't do anything extra but now you got like a cool lightning as blue streak and actually i don't know if your thing gave you more vision or less vision but i'm gonna give you like a plus five range on on the um, vision of or like the effectiveness of your light i will take it well hell yeah guys as he's working on that um, mud boy comes out with a paddle full of mud pies and says guys I'm I got these ready and he slaps them down on the table and you guys start munching on them would you guys say anything specific um, during this and Shiley you said your role was a 22 right yeah okay so as you guys get to the table and Lindsay you said yours was pretty high too right um, as you get to the table Lindsay's just finishing up her like concentrated medical oils and she says one's a little spicy and <laughs> one's a little spicy and so oh. she she tops it on top of her uh, mud pie after she breaks off a little peel of the clay and she takes a bite and she's like oh my god this is delicious and so she passes it to you guys do you guys take it like a hot sauce on top of your mud pie yeah yeah I'm gonna give you guys um, a plus two temporary HP but this is going to last for a week um so every I'm gonna, morning we get a new plateau yes oh um, shit. like she's realized that she didn't know what the hell this was doing but it's worked out really well for her so it's like an edible hot sauce that gives you plus two for a week you can't stack it or anything like that but as you guys are eating she's got like a week supply to top you guys off with this plus two um hey, is it plus two max hp mm. kind of like the aid spell yeah uh that works 
I don't I, I, I don't know so. entirely I'm the difference. I'm only for, suggesting like, this because most add a health to people's things are temp same. HP, and if we make this temp HP, then they conflict with each other. And why do that? Okay, yeah, no, I that's totally fine with me. I I also cool. think like if you're going to heal, you get this HP bonus. So um, you guys do have oh. to like think about like how long your travel time is versus how much time you go. And we can make this like five sessions. We can just call that like, you know, you guys are only eating hot sauce the day before you go on a battle. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it, you guys can use this how you want, but you've basically got a week's worth of hot sauce that's going to give you a plus two health bonus. I want to clarify. So this hot sauce is what I made when I said that I was making that medicinal salve. Um, I thought it was good because it was it was something it's that is girl. like yeah. totally so like, like nonchalant. So yeah, and yeah. So and and the interesting thing about it is it's not like spicy. It it's like it gives you a shock. You know, yeah. It's a little it's Funny a little jolt to like eat. It's because it's lightning. It's zesty. Uh, that's not a bad idea. I love that. I was thinking more <laughs> of like uh, sour skittles, but like not sweet. It's like that citric acid. Like you put lime juice on something, but it like it shouldn't yeah. have that much limes. <laughs> It's like it kicks and it, it's a good kick. So it's like, <laughs> hit me again, tube sock. Let's go. Um, what I imagine is like, say you, you took a bit of wasabi and you stuck it in a capsule and then you put it in your mouth. And then when it melts, it goes. Bah, bah, bah. All right. That's what I imagine. I love that. I was thinking very similar, but not like a. W without the flavor. I was about to say, it tastes terrible. Yeah, no wasabi, wasabi flavor, wasabi. obviously. Wasabi. Just the sensation good. of it. Oh, shit. It gets yeah. in your mouth and then it sits there for a minute and suddenly you feel that sensation. So we're all sniveling and we're drooling and we're coughing and we're... And you guys are just passing it back and forth like it's a drug like, alright, your turn, buddy. And like, you guys get another jolt as you guys are in these uh, mud pies. <laughs> Man, you want to take a fucking jolt with me? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that's what happens. You guys end up pulling out the liquor and do you guys shoot the shit while you guys are doing this? Give me, maybe, some, give me some uh, in-character roleplay for this like long rest that you guys are taking. Mm. Wow. All right. It's okay if you guys don't want to. I put my hands in the hot kiln for a minute until they get all hardened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I come over and I, I smack Cab Warden in the back of the head with my hand. Oh. <laughs> He's getting pretty drunk at this point, so it didn't yeah. hurt. It didn't hurt, but but it did send like clay bits everywhere. everywhere. That's, That's good. Yeah. Um, ah. yeah. It did at this hurt. Point, oh, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> at this point, Zan is like getting pretty drunk and. He walks over to Craxes and he's like, Hey man, I'm so sorry about my attitude. I know I can be a bit of a dick, and these guys think I'm racist. I'm really not. You just scare me. And he like puts his hand on the orc. He's like, See, this orc body, and he kind of massages it for a sec. This is fine with me. It's the attitude behind it, you know? And like he's just he's just being way too too much to Craxis. And Craxis doesn't know how to handle this. He's never really dealt with this before um but to be honest he's really appreciating him telling him that he doesn't think anything bad about him he just is scared <laughs> and like he like craxis is like taking it because of that like you guys know this guy's being belligerently drunk and like probably shouldn't be left to his own vices but but craxis doesn't have any of that information so he's just standing over there like yeah dude it's okay like i really appreciate you saying that and like he's frat boying it up uh, 
he doesn't take anything to drink. Craxis, by the way, just throwing that out there. He doesn't have a drink. Um, and, and he doesn't move much. He just kind of stays off to the side and like more or less like I wouldn't say T poses, but he's like holding something and he's just kind of standing there off to the side. He, You guys know, again, like the more movement he does, the more energy he burns off his current form. So mm-hmm. he's really not like moving around a whole lot. Saving um, battery. Yes, exactly. Um, but you guys have a good night. Anybody else? Last last chance? Some weird shit? I stick my head in the fire for a minute. <laughs> Alright. When I come out, I make silly faces with my cracked up fucking face. So it just breaks in different ways. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, exactly. As you start laughing, <laughs> your smile cracks <laughs> and mud just comes pouring out of your, like, mouth cracks and stuff like that. I'm saying ow every now and then. <laughs> ah! I think I'm pretty good <laughs> saying that I mean like oh, we had shit. a long like fight after traveling and then had to process all of this like uh, raw material and make these things and now we've eaten so I think Fern's turning in for the night and you know bidding everybody adieu and then probably yeah. is gonna go sleep for an unreasonable amount of hours. Yes. Cat Warden has his own special nighttime <laughs> ritual that he doesn't let these losers in on. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he made a personal part. message me? Wait. No 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 his ritual is composed of uh, many uh, selfishly made margaritas and other such yeah. yeah he just goes to his room and then like pops into his personal dimension like everyone just thinks like, that, that dwarves don't do anything except drink like dark beers you know and hoppy ale oh <laughs> he keeps it secret yeah he, he drinks yeah. nothing but like fruity fruity cocktails and all these delicious yummy like coconut malt and drinks anything that's got a tiny umbrella he's in oh and sparklers he's got some oh some yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy straws up to wazoo. He has so like many crazy straws. That are crazy straws. <laughs> it wraps around his eyes and he's sitting there. Yeah. Like, oh, I love it. All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys rest for the night. Go ahead and, you know, fully recharge on your spells and your health. Uh, again, remember right now you have a plus two health. Um, so you guys rest the night and in the morning you guys come downstairs to find a note on the bar counter and it says hey guys thanks for dealing with the orcs for me i really appreciate it last night was crazy tell praxis he's a cool guy and uh see you guys around and then there's like a hand-drawn peace sign uh and not like the actual like circle with the like a hand lines. it's, it's a hand, hand giving the peace sign and then it it's, it says, Xanth, you guys no longer have to deal with the possibly racist, uh, bad, drunk centaur, Xanth. Mudboy comes and he grabs Cad Warden by the shoulders and he looks at him. Your head! He's we're also happened. drunk, right? Yeah, no, you guys were also okay. drunk. Well, I don't know if Cad Warden was really getting that drunk. He was having beers with you. He said that when he went to bed, he had a bunch of drinks. So oh, I don't okay. Think, I don't think he I was that, that drunk happened. while hanging out. You you were get drunk, like, hardcore. You stated that, like, just by your act. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm drunk in real life, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Mudboy toted that. And then he went to bed. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. And, yeah, you guys are woken up in the morning. You find the note. You guys know that you aren't far from where this woodland manse would be. Praxis has stated that he would chill and wait, obviously. He already has stated before that he'll let you guys do your own thing, but in the hopes that you guys will help in exchange for his protection of your little abode. So he'll wait 
continue to protect your guys' house, but we'll want you guys to go after whatever mission you have, Perez. Yeah, let's uh, head towards the, the Woodland Mance and finish that out. All right. Um, somebody, whoever's leading, and I'm assuming you guys are taking your cart again with your guys' backpacks just kind of chilling in it. Um, wicked undead horse. Yeah, with your wicked undead horse. Which, by the way, you guys haven't really seen Snarky that much because uh, he spent like a lot of time out in the barn, which has been a recent addition with the bone horse, which he's named but hasn't told you guys yet. And he said that he wants you guys to take it out and just kind of like see how he does. But as you guys look at it, he is like way beefier. His bones look like they've been like molded stronger and it's got like vines wrapped around it, thickening up its bones and like the magic that's stitching it together keeps it working even when it's bulkier in spots where it shouldn't be. And like the vines are taking over this thing and it is like mostly vines that you guys can see. But this horse looks absolutely beastly. Uh, I like to imagine that Giyu is uh, not joining us during this leg of the adventure because he's currently sitting in his room rearranging his deck binder. I love that. I was thinking as soon as you said that, yes, and he's rearranging it because he's about to go to a game tournament uh, Uh and he's trying to win cards. He's, you know, he's trying to get that extra pack. He knows that it's going to cost him six gold to get in. And to be honest, he could pay for the pack itself, but he knows if he wins, it's going to get so much more than that pack. So you guys are on your way. Um, Whoever is leading this little crew, give me a nature check. Or survival. I'll leave the pack. Either one. Ah, four. (laughs) Four (laughs) Lindsay, what do you... Uh, Fern, what do you got? Um, 18. Oh, cool. So yeah, you guys are able to make it there in just like an hour or two. You guys realize that it's actually really close. Oh. And as you guys are heading through, you guys are following a trail through the woods and you guys come across the foggy clearing. And in the midst of this thing is a crumbling two-story manse, all but hidden behind thorny ivy. The large house is set atop a six-foot-high stone foundation, and the main entry has a balcony above. Pumpkin grows in wild patches around the manse, with several wild boars feeding among. The boars snort with contempt as you draw near. Would you guys like to do anything specific as you guys walk up to this manse? Uh, It's a a closed-in building all around? Yes, and it's like covered in vines. There is a porch that you guys are very near. Um, Well, actually, I should ask you guys, like, you guys see this. Do you guys walk up to the building? You guys can see this house with bushes around it with, like, boars eating pumpkins, um, which is kind of out of season. It's, like, it's the end of summer. The pumpkins shouldn't be, like, this color already. Do you guys, like, leave the tree line with your horse and carriage and walk up to the front? Do you guys leave your horse and carriage and snoop around, or what's up? Mud Boy spins like a ballerina, does a cartwheel, and then shakes like a wet dog, and, and oh, now yeah. his mud looks a little bit more sleek and shit. <laughs> okay. So I'm just... going yeah. to conjure Aurelia and send her in for aerial reconnaissance. Hell yeah. Okay. So, um, give me a perception check. I don't know if Aurelia has different stats from you, but use her stats instead. Alrighty. And 
What's what's her stat? She has a plus one, so all this sixteen. Oh, nice. actually, she has a plus three, so that's a eighteen. Nice. Okay, cool. So yeah, you have her fly around this thing, and as she does, she counts that there are nine different boars, and there pretty much is one boar per pile. And you notice that the boars are tearing apart the pumpkins and eating them, but pulling the seeds off to the side, not just spitting them out not like just like avoiding them the center they are like eating the pumpkin and separating the seeds off to the side um but other than that you you also see that in behind this house from your vision there is like a courtyard stone steps lead down to a flagstone courtyard that has a pillared arcade to the east several windows on the upper floor overlook the courtyard in the middle of which is a five foot wide stone well with thick veins erupting from it do you get like auditory sensations from your bird or is it just visual i get everything from her okay so are you going to inspect further the like open windows and such or are you just like getting an overland view i'll have her sit it on a uh, on a windowsill and see if she can't see what's going on maybe inside okay well i'm gonna say that she sits on the edge of like the inside of this courtyard where all these windows are and she's peeking around and looking at each of them she notices in one that there is some commotion and so she flies just above it she hears grumbling and murmurs and stuff like that again if you're hearing everything she is hearing then you'd understand that it's some sort of orcish going on and it is like casual common conversation and it sounds like maybe they're playing a card game um, if only we had he could challenge them yeah you know like i really thought about that when he was like it was i was like this is gonna be good for him but so i have a, a quick question I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna roll it back a little bit we got sent here because we were told some orcs were rolling with a bad um, sorcerer or something yeah, like that yeah and we we were sent here to kill the sorcerer or all of the orcs also he just was worried about it and wanted you to eliminate the problem he right. like again was like very inconspicuous and you guys like basically were like is he just racist against orcs and just like like you guys said these could have just been squatters and they're just looking for a place like the orc you let go said they're just gonna find a cave you know so like you don't think that they've necessarily killed anybody to get here that doesn't mean they're not causing problems elsewhere but they're not necessarily immediately like fucking with shit you know yeah it doesn't sound like they're well fi- okay i'll talk to the to my friend yeah say. talk so, about this what exactly is our booty like uh we just doing like a welfare check like and knocking at the door and seeing how they're doing or i guess i'm points. torn because yeah i mean we kind of like disagree as a group with his general like um so what i'm looking for. He, he wants them to die because they're orcs and he was a racist he admitted that uh we affirm mm-hmm. that they're not here properly they're they're squatters on an abandoned property that has no need. So it's not like they're trespassing or anything. If anything, they, they mm-hmm. have squatters laws on their side here. Should yeah. we just like knock and see what's going on? Like a, like a welfare ch- Like, hey, we heard there was maybe some motion yawn. I just want to see if y'all were all right. You know, see if we can't maybe get an audience with this proclaimed evil sorcerer fella and, you know, get a cut of his jib, maybe? Maybe this is as simple as knocking well, on like the We can just maybe like, pretend hey, we're here for a visit and ask for accommodations and just kind of stealth to try and figure out what's going on. Yeah, should we pretend like we knew the old lord of this hounds before he before he died it was like ah you know i'm a dwarf I'm, uh, we live up to you know 500 years old i thought he'd still be around here yeah, uh while in here you know that sort of uh, thing 
I can tell you. I don't mind. I can tell you guys um, what you guys do know about this location from what you heard from Falcon and what you earned, learned from the town. Just to kind of remind you, many years ago, a half-elf wizard interested in the exploration of ancient elven ruins built this stone house in the woods. And apparently there are several ruins in the area that piqued her interest, but she disappeared and her magical wards have expired and the house has fallen into disrepair. But it's been years, obviously, based on the ivy growth since the magic has been depleted. So it's been a while. You guys could walk up and just be like, hey, what's happened with the wizard that used to be here? You know, um, well, but we can pretend like we knew him. right? Yeah, so that. it's a girl. Just throwing that out. It's we can say what happened to her. Yeah, I, I just want you to know, like role play wise, if you walk up there and say it's a he, they yeah, might be like, no, nah, this was elf, a dude. I can, I can say that I knew it wasn't a dude. You know, yeah. <laughs> wasn't a dude. Yeah. Either way, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, So you guys are deciding to just kind of nonchalantly walk up with your horse and carriage and knock on the door. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So you guys pull up and there's no real problem. As you guys get a little bit closer, the, the boars nearest the gate kind of peek up and they kind of like stand to attention. But as you guys don't see, like seem super intent on like frightening them or like hunting them, they're still like intrigued in the pumpkins enough that they're not paying attention to you. So I'm going to move your characters up here. You guys walk away from the cart and as you guys walk up, you see stone steps climb to a portcullis with a stone portcullis? Portico. What the hell Porticles. is a portico? No, it just says portico. Uh, a portico is like the overhang of that sort of area. Oh, okay. It's like the, it's like a little, uh, sort of like a stone awning. Okay, yeah, that's basically what we're dealing with. So yeah, you guys see stone steps climbing to a portico with a stone balcony overhanging it at a height of 10 feet. Vines are wrapping around the balcony support pillars and it's crumbling stone railing. The ground floor entrance features a double door with a giant boar's head crudely carved into it. An unmarked double door stands closed on the balcony. Who is knocking on this double door with a crude boar? I have the highest charisma. You guys want me to take lead? Oh, please. Please do. (laughs) Oh, I'll give it a little knock. All right. So Cad Warden knocks on the door. Uh, There's three solid knocks on the little knocker that's standing there. And as you do, you don't hear anything right off the bat. And then you kind of hear some shuffling and somebody says, hey, is is everything all right out up there? And uh, you respond to them just like querying if what whatever the, what, what outside. What language did they speak? Uh, common? This was just common. But oh, this, wait, they said They asked there. if everything was okay out there or up there. Like they didn't know where the noise came from. They were just like, you get out there or up up there? Uh, what, what out here at the front door? Hello? Oh, um, okay. Hold on a second. All right. Take your time. You guys hear a little bit of shuffling and you hear them kind of like heading away and then coming back and they're like, Kaylin, is that you? Uh, no, no, my name's Cad Warden. Oh, okay. And they like crack the door and it is an orc and he's like, you can tell he's got his foot on the other side of the door at a certain point and he's just kind of peeking his head out. It's like, can I help you? Uh, yes, uh, actually we knew the previous uh, resident of this manse and heard uh, uh, her unfortunate befelling and just claimed to uh, uh, to check up on it. Are, are you the new residents of the manse? Um, yeah, we're 
staying here. Oh, okay. Uh, that's no problem. Uh, um, is this a permanent residence or, or have you, it's just uh, temporary? Well, we got kicked out. I don't know if, no, there's a dragon around. Oh, yes, we've and... been working avidly against it. Oh, okay. Actually, I think I've heard some shit about you guys. Um, oh, yeah. Good things. So, yeah, no, there's a dragon around. It kicked us out of our home up on the mountain. We came down the mountain and we found this kick-ass place. We live here now. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. No, that's that's fine. Um, did you, you didn't know that the previous mage should live here, did you? I have no idea. D- do you need something? Like, we haven't really sold anything. We've only been here for like, like two months. And it's really hard for us to find people that like want to trade with orcs. A bunch oh, of races out here. Yes, there are. We, we in fact, uh, met a very uh, unappetizing character of that ilk. But we are not that, uh, rest assured. Uh, in fact, if, if you'd like, we have, uh, we, we recently just came across some uh, delicious thunder bacon. If you, oh, uh, if thunder you, bacon. Yeah, thunder bacon. It's our, it's our uh, monthly special if you'd like to. <laughs> he kind of cocks his head sideways. Where did you get that? Uh, it's a special alchemical infusion. See, uh, uh, we take regular pig's meats and then we uh, uh, lather some some uh, uh, special alchemical ingredients made from thunderstones oh. on it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool as hell. That's dope as shit. Yeah, I would yeah. love. What's your, yeah, you delicious. said, did you say Nightcat Tavern? Is that what I heard? Did you I say didn't it? say I anything, but yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what it's yeah. called. All right, cool. I see, yeah, I see you're a uh, psychic, my friend. Very, very well, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll I'll have to tell Aelin and the crew. Um, yeah, to... go out for a night out. We'll treat you good. Get you some good grub in you. Hell yeah. Well, um, you guys want to yeah. come in for some tea? Sure. Actually, I'm mm-hmm. I'm part. Yeah, I'm famished. I love tea. He's like, all right. You guys seem cool. Do and you he kind of like chamomile. No, chamomile is for scrubs. We've only got <laughs> oolong in this house. <laughs> like, yeah, like he just points at you and says, "No, nah, I'm just joshing with you." Yeah, we got chamomile and we got Earl Grey and we got green tea and black tea. Uh, English Ooh, tea. He just starts tea. listing a bunch of teas as he opens the door. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I made you roll shit. Anyway, no, he, just, he, just no, no, no he did good. Yeah, uh, he's dumb as hell. Um, no, dude, he likes us because we have a fucking mobile bar. Yeah, that's just true. Some clout there. Yeah. And, and he on. has heard that you guys have been dealing with dragons and stuff like that. Like, he heard the stories about you guys fucking around. You guys are yeah, level five. You guys are, like, local heroes. Um, Notoriety. So, yeah, so he's he's totally down. He brings you guys in, and you guys walk past a, a couple of rooms. You guys kind of keep an eye out on the space that's going on, or are you guys just following him into tea room? You know, I'm, I'm trusting of him against my better name. So far, I have not heard anything bad against these orcs except they might be some bad characters because they're hanging out with the wrong crowd but so far that hasn't been the case yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna err on the side of of anti-prejudice here and i'm just going to assume that they are decent people all right cool so he walks you guys in and he just as soon as you guys walk in the door um he like pulls the door open and like kind of corrals you guys to a certain extent he he's holding the door handle and he points with his right hand and the only real option is to walk from the door to your left into what looks like a parlor. And it's it's a little little busted in here. The door to the parlor has been smashed to pieces. The room <laughs> is strewn with broken furniture. The remains of chairs, side tables, and a wine cabinet are scattering the room. And a moldy circular rug covers most of the stone. But as you guys walk in, he's like, I'm sorry for the mess. I'm sorry. We didn't do most of this. And he kind of like shuffles stuff up. He picks up 
the the table and he stands it up and he kind of jams the leg back into place and he kind of tests it and it's it seems stable he pulls up the chairs kind of dusts them off they're like missing a back here and there or some of them are missing an arm uh but he sets them all up and he's like i'll be i'll be right back with your guys's tea and he <laughs> walks away thank you um, you guys do anything in like the three minutes it's gonna take him to come back from tea can i make a fire in the stove or is this there is no kitchen? stove this is this is like a it used to be a parlor so it used to be like an right. old like smoking room drinking room with like a couple of people you know um there's like two or three windows on the edge of the building that have been smashed uh one or two of them have been smashed open and it's like stained glass so you can there's still part right. of the window on all of them but it's like bits and pieces have, have been broken out and there's vines Would crawling you say in one of my rations at least is made up of meat and cheese and crackers oh absolutely and i i cut them up and i make a charcuterie Ooh, okay cool Ooh, boy i love Ooh. that wait no you... i don't i don't i don't do any of that i give it to fern and i say will you please do a wonderful job of this yeah for me? yes um Thank you. yeah do a survival check somebody better make me some dope ass magic gloves <laughs> you want to so turn cook shit damn it maybe you guys can get enchanted silverware or you some want... shit you know um blessed by the chefs previously owned by it yes uh no what were you saying my love uh what did you roll for your making of this charcuterie board that mud boy pulls out the ingredients for it's survival right nice it's a yeah nice so a beautiful charcuterie board is in front of you there's a little bit of dried jerky and like you guys each kind of have your own rations so you guys pull out like different pieces and ferns like got strips of jerky off to the side there's like some hard crisps and like crackers and like wafers off to the side and then there's like some cheese that is like it's like one is like a blue cheese one is like a goat cheese one is a chicken cheese chicken cheese <laughs> I keep forgetting that we have <laughs> chickens in this universe yes um, chicken is how plain you've made for us that we all must suffer in uh, yes you're welcome um, but he comes back and he's like you guys don't mind if I brought a couple of friends right no not at all it's cool and he kind of opens the door and he's got a plate and it's got 15 saucers on and he comes in and he sets it down yep. next to your plate and in March like 12 orcs oh shit oh and... we need more food oh yeah we do need more food actually yeah um Malin is like oh my god not that you've asked him of his name but he's like oh my god you guys even made a charcuterie board while I was gone you guys are fantastic hell You're yeah us. We gotta and be nice guests. he puts a high five up but it's not just him like everybody in the room puts a high five up and like they don't expect anybody to make full contact but they all like slap up to the sky and then bring it down oh, no. and we, they're we, like we hell in yeah circles with our hand out yeah there right you there. go yeah they're spinny chairs no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah exactly just a bunch of clapping sound there's so many claps going on who's clapping um, all of all of them well like I'm, i guess it's wait are they high running fives. into each other slapping hands well over i'm just saying over? all together people like if there's 12 of them and everybody He's got to high five each other. That's a lot of somebody high, high fives somebody else. So it's like sick high fives. Okay, I I, I got confused. <laughs> I thought everybody slapped the sky. This is much better. That was my first thing, but then Jacob was like, "No, 
we're all just <laughs> high fiving each other. And I was like, all right, there's just a huge like, like cacophony of high fives. Stuck their hands up in the air and then ran around the room until they collided with somebody else. Yes, exactly. That's that's, that's my I love it. Yeah. That's our new thing now. Yes, exactly. Uh, and so okay. they all like pour out some cup or the pour the tea out. And to be honest, like one of them, like uh Malin had the the plate of all these cups, these 15 cups, and he sets it down on the table, and two more show up, and each of them are holding like jugs of boiling water. And another one pulls up and he's just got a selection of tea and he sets it out on the table. You guys are feel feel free to like select your own tea. Um, but they they start drinking tea with you guys and they start talking and they're like you know we don't get to do this much anymore you know the guy over here he's working on something he to be honest if we bugged him right now he'd be real upset he's in the middle of like summoning something i don't know who cares about that uh anyway my my name's malin it's been a wonder to meet you guys uh this is kaylin this is galen this is raylan this is balin this is hale What's funny is their cousin. This is not a fun. He's an orc. No, he's he's actually yeah. He's it's not spelled the same. Oh, uh, like F O N. No, everybody right. else is an O N. He's an A W N. That's just, it's an actual font. Like that's how you spell it. Um, Does he have hooves? Just kidding. That's a good. I thought about. Babe, I think it'd be funny no. if like um, one set of the brothers, like, but, like each set were like siblings, but they were cousins. Like they. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and our cousins, yeah. John, Don, Ron, one, Bon, Bon, like, oh shit. So yeah, you guys are having a huge family tea party, but they do talk about how there's somebody off just on the other side of this building that he's doing some sort of magicy stuff, and they don't really care too much to know about it. Uh, but there's him and a bunch of little twig people. What do you? Yes, uh, you say that uh, something that, who's here summoning things? I'm sorry, I miss I miss a uh, uh, Granok. He's got a bunch of these little little guys. That, they're like little twig monsters. And they're like dancing around with him in a room, and he's doing some like sacrifice or summoning or something. Well, that I don't know. Sound too good. Well, what I mean, doing sacrifice. Is he with you guys? Is he like your guys' friend? Well, I mean, he keeps us safe against a lot of the racists, so he's kind of like a lesser of two evils you know like better to fight the demon that you know than the demon that you don't kind of thing okay Eddie. well do you know you're telling, you, you telling me you guys you guys don't like marathi not necessarily we just needed a place no? to stay we were chilling like me and me and my cousins and my brothers here like we yeah. were born up at like i spire hold only uh-huh. only knew there i mean it was cold and it was like harsh and stuff like that but like we had a reasonable farm up there and we just lived up there we didn't do much wrong and then the dragon came in scared our whole tribe out of there and we all just kind of scattered you know uh looking for a place to stay no one place you guys could don't hold really all do a whole together. lot of that's just something they say not not unless we have to i mean i wouldn't be yeah. surprised if some of us out there are more desperate than others but like uh, we I were mean, able I to come here you're starving what are you gonna do yeah and these but... pumpkins outside ah. they do some, these pumpkins outside the seeds do some dope ass shit so we just 
just got really lucky. Um, what did the Lumpkins do? Oh, man, I probably should. Granach would be real mad if I told guys about all the things here, but they, they got that, <laughs> like, transmutation magic, and, like, it gives you a uh, hit point. Like, you know, like, if somebody hits you, it gives you one of those points back. Um, But if you eat too many of them, you, you get sick. But they like to squeeze them down and make, like, the pumpkin seed oil and then, like, make their own health potions out of them. Um, but that's, that's they've been they've been helping us. I mean, we got we got a half dozen guys out in the front just munching down on pumpkins right now. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think we saw that on our, um, our way in. Yeah, um, them and the, the boars are, like, real good friends. They can, like, change into the boars, which is real cool. Or oh, they're shapeshifters. Like, half of them. Oh, that's that's neat. All right. These guys are just spilling goss about this place. Like, like they, you guys are learning all of the secrets up in this bit. Um, You're gossiping. Also, hey, Bored hey, Taylor, pull pull out that thing. And he comes back, and he's he comes out, and he brings his arm up in, like, a flail, and he stands there in a pose, and he's just got a cloak on. He's like, this thing can do some shit. Let me look up what a, a cloak ability does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all a cloak ability does is they can make it billow dramatically <laughs> as if there was a wind, even in the absence of <laughs> That's so, what I thought. I just wanted to double check it. <laughs> yes, exactly. He walks in and he throws it up, and as he does, it's just like... <laughs> Just like like a like a, a flag twirler, you know what I mean? It's just this beautiful waving arc of fabric as he stands there, and then he does like a bat bat symbol. It just like swings both of his arms out and just starts waving them, and it's just billowing in like imaginary wind. He's like, "This thing, dope as shit," and like they're just they're just telling you all the things in here. Is there anything else you guys would like to ask from these super gossipy orcs? So, uh, uh, Grano, he said his name is. Yeah. Do you know what he's conjuring? Ooh. That's a good question. To be honest, we don't ask too much because he's kind of scares us. But is he another orc? What's that all about again? He's Who he's a half guy? orc, and he's an, he's like an anchorite, I think, is what they call themselves. Um, yeah, where are they from? Who they? What are they all about? Anchorites, you say? Um, they're all about these boars. Uh, you can right. see them outside and storms. Okay. Bacon, like, bacon. Like you know the the storms that have been going on around the forest. That's no, us. We're doing it. They that. eat the bacon. We like eating oh, the bacon. Oh, well, why are you guys making all these storms? It's, it's causing some local flooding in the area. Well, there's this one racist who has his own big house, and he thinks it's real cool to hang my cousin's heads up on his wall. And so, like, all nice. of us have been like, <laughs> fuck that guy and the forest he came in. And so that that's what we've been doing. But, okay, I, I understand that. Then why not, you know, go after him and because the storms are affecting like farmers though. oh yeah no our cousins are summoning a boar right now to go and attack Ooh. his his fortress ah I see. and is Granok also doing it uh no he's doing something a little different he's there's this like weird tree in the back and he's been like summoning mad monsters out of it like those little like, little twig guys he's got mm-hmm. bigger twig guys and like these weird whippy vine guys and like they're the bigger ones they're real spike they like explode a little bit. Uh, he's he's just summoned those up left and right. He, like I swear, I walked in there like a couple hours ago to ask him if he wanted to join us for tea time, which was coming up, and he said no. But like I walked in there the first time to check on him and ask, and it was like two hours till tea time, and he said no. And then I came back like an hour later just to double check. Sometimes he 
he changes his mind and there was like three times more of these little guys dancing around it just confused the crap out of me i after like i peeked in there and i saw this little guy kind of charge at the door and i was like nope we're out of here i don't need none of this chucky shit and i wiped my hands from the moment and then you guys knocked the door do you ever uh, worry that he's he's sort of taking his own initiative that might be working against their guys because if your cousins are working on dealing with the racist at the falcon lodge then it sounds like he's just causing mischief and mayhem for the sake of mischief and mayhem no it sounds like he, he's on the verge they, of replacing you all the the other guys over there they need like sacrificial bodies and so he's summoning these guys to be used in their like sacrifices and stuff like it's all crazy mm. and uh <laughs> kaylin uh one off the side he's just like yeah dude like they be sacrificing mad of these little guys like so many of them oh, the poor and, little thing. yeah i know they're they're kind of cute when they're not so terrifying yeah that's not like oh just sweet little things yeah l- 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 listen to me me and our company we have been going all around this side of the world uh uh particularly mm-hmm. this valley fandolin axholm newman garden mm-hmm. we've been all around yeah and i heard been, you guys been, like fought the dragon off in fandolin not that long ago yeah we made the fucking guy you know piss off right we're, we're motley but we've also been handling civic disputes as well if you didn't know uh there's a large uh, uh racial tension between a pack of rat folk, uh, some rare rats, and my own ilk, my own, my own kith and kin, up in a mind over at gold, uh, uh, gold, giant stone, stone, Mount- gold. Oh, Mountain Toes oh. Gold Mine? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the people from War- Rat City, Rat, Rat City, bitch, right? Yes, now, now yeah. known as Rat City, we, Rat, Rat City, bitch, yes. Yeah, yeah, you know no, we, we, we met them at the shrine, we went there to go check on our cousins, they said somebody came and murdered them, um, and then they said that, like, they gave them the free freedom to have that thing and that rat city rat rat city bitch is doing fantastic last i heard yeah yeah you know it's it's a, it's a shame I, I don't know you know the business with your cousins or anything but it sounds like your cousins had, had stolen their home from them and and killed some of them and then some of them killed them it uh, you know uh, don't like, speak ill uh, of the dead but it sounds like you know that uh, the were rats are now flourishing over uh the the refusal of that racial tension no and they're happier for it because now they're reintegrated they're they're doing trade uh apparently they they yeah. broke the deal with Fandolin, yeah. they, they started doing log cutting. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, uh, and I also heard that they uh, were cleaning the place up, and they they found that the bell that was sitting up there that looked like it was copper, it was just paint. It was pure gold. And oh, is the copper plating? They they just they got mad money right now. Like well, good for them. They've good got enough them. money to found a continent at this point. Wow, <laughs> breaking fourth wall, rat continent, rat rat continent, bitch. <laughs> and the thing is, oh. is like I didn't even break it by saying that like that money happened that was literally at the the shrine of sovereigns and like it was something that you most likely weren't gonna find but you guys made this rat city rat rat city bitch happen and so i was like yeah i'm gonna use this plot hooks um oh, are you broken up about the death of your cousins well you know it as long as the the bash and co brothers are okay i don't i don't really think it's too much of a problem i didn't really care for that set of them uh my cousins i don't even really remember most of their names they were like second cousins at the shrine of sovereigns and like the first cousins related to those second cousins they were kind of dicks so i assumed that the the second cousins at shrine of sovereigns they were all dicks but yeah no as as long as you know bash and co and mash really like mash is the one that like she held that that family together uh as long as you know mash and co they survived i think it doesn't really bug me too much well (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm smiling. <laughs> well, regardless, it sounds like the only beef in this side. You guys are here squatting. Number one, this is a wonderful place to squat. Even if you got shunted out from your where you were before, you're now living up high in a mansion. Most, oh, yeah. No one in fire. This is bigger than any house in time. You guys are living like kings. Oh, yeah. I know. It, I mean, there's a lot upgrade. of us here. There's a lot of yeah. us here. But, like, this is more room than we had in the in the fortress up at the top of, like, Icepire Mountain. Like, way more room. Oh, is that where the dragon's currently hunkered down in? Yeah, yeah. He kicked us right out of our home. All, like, 700 of us. That That's a lot of orcs. Wow. Yeah, we were pretty cramped. No wonder uh, there's some... Well, listen, you guys are, are, are doing well for it. And the rest easy because we, we have our eye on that fucking dragon. Let me tell you, we are going straight for it. We already made it fuck off the first time. Nearly obliterated it. Yeah. What's that? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We've been doing great against it. And listen, we're going to continue to campaign against it. That way we can restore sort of a general peace of order and the refusal of tensions here in this valley. Uh, however, in order for us to defuse the tensions, you know, we need to to melt out, you know, uh, quell any infighting that's been going on here. And we've done it here and there. Uh, uh, lots of people, you know, there's lots of desperate folk, people doing bad things out of desperation. Uh, uh, Bash and Cole, as you mentioned. We actually ran into them. Uh, the gal's alive. I can't remember which one she was. Do you? Oh, Mash? Know? Yeah, Mash. Mash? We, oh my god, thank god. The rest of them were kind of dicks. Mash yeah, was well, the only sweetheart there. She enjoyed having tea time with us so much when we were kids. That's why we do it now. Well, I, I have a good news for that then. She's still alive, healthy, and well. I mean, uh, uh, do you know where uh, she Mike, went? Do you remember she went? She, she, just, she smoked a cigarette and went off in the distance. Yeah, she <laughs> sort of just rode off into the sunset with a cigarette in her mouth after we got them talked to her. Yeah, that sounds um, like her. But the rest of Bastion Code, they killed some farmers and, you know, uh, got rid of the, started butchering uh, the livestock and killed the whole must, family. Yeah, they really, like, they were messy, bull. I understand that. All yeah, right. They, they, so, had to, they were causing chaos and they, they yeah. shouldn't have been. And it, it, See, it, it's people like that that make it hard for people like Yeah, it's such a bad name, you know, because people like like uh, uh, the guy yeah. who's giving you a hard time, what's his name? Uh, Granok? Oh, no, no, oh, is Granok giving you a hard time too, is he? Well, he's, he just, you know, there's no pay here and no it pay. just kind of feels like we're indentured slaves at this point. You don't have any benefits. Like, no benefits. No. No benefits. No Fucking Don over there, he's had a bad tusk for like six months. Oh. Won't even fill it with metal. We have the copper. He just won't do it. Wow, what a dick. Okay, listen. We, we were, we are vested and interest in the prosperity and the, uh, the peace amongst the valley, which is why we're eventually going to go at Caravane. However, right now we're just sort of picking up the pieces to make sure that everyone's in the right minds while we are here. We're making sure that we're preserving the, uh, uh, the civic borders and the rightful property distribution. This is your rightful property. Previous mage last I lived here. She's dead. I don't know how she died. None of my business. Regardless, this is your place now. Granok seems like he's, he's stirring the shit pot and we want to help you <laughs> union us. Because if you get a union, you get to start off uh, uh, demanding pay, demanding benefits. You're going to be represented because, you know, taxation without representation is theft. And right now it feels like Granok's stealing from you. Yeah, no, he totally is. Like, I, I'm on board and he yeah. kind of raises the hand up again and like all of the other cousins and brothers, they <laughs> raise their hand up and like, we're, we're down for this. What do we need to do? Sign us up. And the oh, high five cloud begins. You know, like when like two characters in a cartoon oh, get yeah. in a tumble and there's just like this dust ball yeah. of like hands <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like that, but everything that pops out is high fives. They're just... <laughs> yeah. And it's a little muddy. Um, it starts but, off not so, but then... But as, as you guys 
kind of separate. Uh, one of them steps <clears throat> up and says, "Hi, my name's Talon," and he kind of shakes Mudboy's hand and he's like, "Would you like a bath? We have like a really nice bath. There's hot water from the spring nearby. The like enchanted thing heats it up to like the perfect temperature." Right. I recoil in horror. Like I look like a child scared of a uh, whatever. The fuck. It's a yeah, biological like thing. That. Yeah, I'm like no, no thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I just I assumed <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize. No, I wasn't he, trying to be rude. I just you're tracking a little bit of mud there. further in, and I just wanted to. I don't want to have to clean it up later. I'm oh, Granok usually that. makes me clean up, and so I was just you know hitting one bird, two stones, kind of thing. Listen, two things. Number one, I cast presentation, clean up muds. Uh, don't worry <laughs> about that. Like I said, we are your union representatives. Uh, your plight are our plights, and we are vastly interested in your prosperity. Well, the end. And it sounds like Granok's a bit of a press. So I what's the name of this orc who asked Gran- me about a bath? Oh, uh, the the one that asked you about the the bath yeah. is uh, yeah. Talon. Right. So so Talon. Uh, oh, what the fuck was I going to say? Damn it! God. Fuck. Um. Oh, right. Talon. I'm mud all the way through. There's not no a way. Splash. No way. And Talon yeah. pokes you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're so solid in the middle. It's like metal. That mud is so thick. And he kind of like traces his fingers up to your face and he gets he's like oh that feels weird that mud is weird and it's your actual flesh from your face and he's just like so weirded out by it he just pulls away without really like getting too involved as to whether or not you're actually made of mud you told him that he's freaked out about it uh he's not like he doesn't think you're gross or anything he's just so befuddled um it's less gross now because i'm yes. not a muddy flesh bag i'm a mud yeah man. you're a mud that's man. less yeah. gross yeah exactly yeah. it's more understandable which weird um i'm not but, uh, a gross dirty human i'm just a pile of dirt that's no big deal you roll around in that yes um you guys are like making really good friends with these guys um why doesn't everybody here give me a persuasion roll i'm gonna burn five of my points um, and just make and it a good make it good there we for go okay, and I'll, I'll do you one better and this is why i didn't burn one over if we're doing one for each one of us uh i'll burn another five to make it so someone else is also like the optimum amount okay um, well, why don't you why don't now. the two of you roll to see if you guys Probably. would like to use this yeah <laughs> yeah well, I will well, need it. How did you do? Let's see if I can. Um, persuasion. Shiloh, how Oof. many? Okay, yeah, I got that. So I'm going to use five on mine. Oh, I have more than five. Um, seven. Um, so I can re-roll. Okay, yeah, because uh, I only got 11. Get and it, I only I have four inspiration points. So, I mean, this would be a good opportunity for me to use that. And you could use your points to love. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Um. So we got two out of three. And you said yours what was what, the Shiloh? What was the Persuasion. Right, okay. What was your roll? I'm going to go with a 13. Okay, cool. Um, well, I am going to ask Fern, how do you convince these few orcs to join this union that you've made with the rat folks and like basically tell them you're not going to fuck with them? Like, so I'm going to be deciding how I want to convince the orcs to join the union rat coalition. Um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what it was called, the rat coalition. <laughs> that's the name for it. Rat, rat, civic colon. Um, <laughs> I should be able to do this. This is literally my the RCC, job. The rat, like, think about, like, a um, army room. <laughs> I'm happy that my sister isn't Not a union buster. buster. Definitely more on the on the positive side of it. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know if I have to be specific, but I'm going to try to just generalize and be like, I put my sales skills to use and just tell them all the benefits, and hopefully he'll just let me, like, uh, I got a good, I got a good role, I guess. Yeah, 
Yes. All right. I don't what do you guys know exactly got? what word Fern, I would what use, do you say to I these mean, people? I would just, you know, explain to them that uh, this is the next big thing. Uh, the rats are, you know, up and coming. And <laughs> we believe very much so that workers have rights to be protected and want to um, bring oh, them yeah. in. What? Get you on the ground floor. Yeah, get your foot in the door. <laughs> get you on the ground floor. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right. I love it. Mud Boy, you got a little bit less of a role. How do you explain that to the... Because there's so many here. You oh, guys I'm, are all I'm having ensuring so that. Many... I'm spending five to ensure that Shiloh Pat. Oh, okay. I thought, it was, I thought it was uh, Fern you were giving it to. Uh, oh, I was I, giving it to the lower. How much okay. did you roll Fern? Fern didn't burn a whole bunch of inspiration. She just took your benefit. That's why ah, she succeeded. Sorry. I oh, didn't my. take your benefit. I rolled a bunch of inspiration to end with a 13 because that was the best I managed to get before I decided to stop <laughs> wasting inspiration on it anyway. Yes. But uh, uh, on a two-thirds victory. Yeah. Um, yeah so, um, yes. But how do you portray this? Because, again, there is so many, so many orcs in here that you guys are, like, having to have multiple conversations at the same time. Like, it's it's a we bit are, of a clusterfuck. We are mingling an entire room like a bunch of fucking dismen. Yes, exactly. You guys are this having to switch from, like, shit. yeah, you're, you're having to switch from Balin over to Talon over to Juan and Vaughn and then switching back to, to Balin again so that he can introduce you to Galen and you hey, know so 13 isn't so low that I would let slip the fact that we might have been hired to kill them no 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 but, but I, it's I do not let gonna slip be the super fact that I was hired to kill the rats didn't that's what, what I say I didn't kill the rats that I was hired to kill. Instead, we made them, we, we got them happy and Oh, successful. yes. That makes sense. Yeah, that they hired sense. me to okay, kill so all yeah. those rats, and then we didn't kill them after all. We yes, made exactly. Them Which helps. People. Exactly. You kind of yeah. gave away the fact that, like, you were sent to murder somebody, but you made Not a better team out of it. Only the smartest and... of them who, who, who okay, uh, roll luckily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say it outright. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah all together between the three of you guys smoothing this group of orcs up they basically tell you that they're so down to get away from granok and his weird ass thunder spells and his sacrifices and shit they'd love to kick him in this weird ass vine tree in the back out they'd love to help you beat granok and these twig folks up real quick because they don't think that granok's going to be down with it yeah absolutely and, and like i said after is all is said and done, we can start taking steps towards a, a better environment for each other, eh? I am so down for that. What do you guys think? And you just hear a cacophony <laughs> of like, hell yeah, brothers, high fives! And again, like, the cloud of high fives begins. Um, and this time, I'm not gonna make you guys battle. I think you guys alone could take Granok and his bunch of twig blights and the blights outside. Uh, I'm just gonna say together, you guys have this beautiful fucking spray of battle left and right destroying these twig blights and after you guys break those all of a sudden um, Granok and his crew of these tiny twig blights come pouring out of the doors out onto the back courtyard and 
as they do, you guys are just picking off little tiny guys left and right. And Granok starts like summoning some thunder shit. And everybody give me an attack roll. Just one, oh. whatever like attack you would do. Just give me an attack roll. And that person is going to be the one who ends Granok's life. 24. I also did too, so let's go to Caddy. <laughs> All right, Caddy. So you take Granok out. You slam your pickaxe pickax down as he comes around the corner. And the gravel on the courtyard comes swirling around the wall and just completely side sweeps this guy and he goes cascading off into the distance before slamming into the railing 15 feet later and it snaps his neck. Um, the boars <laughs> around the area, half of them run off into the distance after hearing this commotion and clattering. The other half stand up and transform into more anchorites. Now I'm going to have you guys roll initiative. Ooh. Oh boy. Ooh, three. 19. 19. Yeah. 19 Mud Boy? Mm-hmm. Or yep. was that Mud Boy and then 15 yes. Fern? Yes. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to roll once for the Orcs. And then once for the Anchorites. The Orcs are going to fight on our side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we caused a civil war. I want to be one of them Orcs rather than Mud Boy. It was all for the sake of workers' rights. It was worth it. Would you like to play an Orc as well? Oh, could I control one as well oh. as Mud Boy? If, if everybody wants right now, I can give you guys each like oh, four Orcs. And oh, you guys can just play with those. Each? That's not too, no, that's no, too four. Many, right? there's not, yeah, there's only there's Oh, only there's 12. 12, though. Yeah, there's 12. So each person could have Wait. four Orcs on their turn and you guys can control no, what those orcs do them, um, if you want uh, I've got, oh, we, we uh, can roll initiative for like our or, groups or you can just do on each turn you guys get control of four orcs which are gonna yeah I can just get rid of their roll basically oh my god do it okay, Dallas cool. I like that alright cool That's so everybody has idea. four orcs on their side these are the ones <laughs> that you smoothed <laughs> over <laughs> specifically <laughs> I'm fully ready possible. to get your four different orcs <laughs> okay. I got their stat block up and everything Everything. Um, okay, cool. Well, Mud Boy, you're off the top. So, what do you do with your group of works? All right. So, Mud Boy is gonna lead the charge. Um, we're in a building. Where's the dude I'm charging at? Um, so you guys are outside. Um, let yeah. me okay. zoom in a little bit. You guys, your character, you guys are out oh, in the I, courtyard. I, I, um, yeah. you guys have destroyed the tree and the blights around it. So none of these right. guys actually matter. Yes, he's charged out to meet us. Okay, but there are six anchorites of Halos, which were the stronger of the creatures. They're like stronger than the orc and they have magic abilities. Um, yep. But there are six of them that have come charging and I'm just going to use these boars as like place markers for them. They've come charging around the outside of this courtyard and you guys are being like berated by them coming in. You guys are in the courtyard with this group of orcs and six anchorites are running into the courtyard to attack. Okay, um, so I should be able to run into the midst of them with just my regular movement speed? Absolutely. Brilliant. I'm in, right in the middle, and I, the orcs, same thing. They've got their bonus action dash they can do if they need to, but they're in range as well, but they'll follow me. When I get in there, um, you're putting all our character things. Okay, great. Um, just stick me, like, right where you, That's perfect. The yeah, dude it's on hard the to left, tell you. I'm hitting. Okay, cool. I'm hitting the dude on the left with my planar strike ability and my dragon lance sword. And uh, I'll hit it with my first attack. 
getting a... Oh, I don't think it will hit, but I've got a plus eight. Thirteen to hit. Um, let me double check that. I believe that does. Yeah, that uh, meets it beats. So you just barely hit this guy. Wonderful. Okay, so that's 2d8 force. Uh, 12 plus 5, 17 damage. Okie dokie. Um, so yeah, he's still standing up, but you definitely get a good hit on him. What does that look like? And it's just the one, or are you going to hit two? Because I thought you could hit twice. Well, hold on. That one hit, I swung that sword up from my side as I unsheathed it. And I slashed up across chest, and it'll yes. be ripped in the whole mud thing and everything. Yes, and the then, mud starts pouring uh, out of him. I'm going to do my athletics check to shove the guy prone. So give me okay. a, a tested... I I'm assuming athletic for an orc. Uh, I got uh, 25 or so. Uh, yeah, 25. Uh, athletics is a dex skill, right? No, no, it's strength. Okay, sorry. I don't actually, like, it only has, like, the basic mods, so I don't know all the things. So uh, that's only a, a nine on my side. Plus strength. Yeah. Nine plus. No, that's a, that's okay, a nine yeah, total. Yeah, you failed. So I shove him prone. That guy nice. hit. Okay. Then the orcs come and they hit. Do we count the four orcs as one orc? That's orc, what I was orcs. wondering. Yeah. Let's count sounds... it as one orc. That's what I was four. Good. Okay. It sound like you and Cad Warden want, or you and Jacob both wanted to run it with four orcs. So I can I was, let Jacob. I was just, I, just I, I'm just gonna like mess with it. I'm just gonna have him play one and yeah. maybe try a little too his. But we should let go. I'd like to see it. Um, Jacob. Yo. Do you mind mass rolling for both of us? Sure. Just oh, damage for everybody. Hits? Okay. So oh, you're please first. Please do. Yeah. Your they orcs come. all with advantage are getting. Let's see. Uh, yeah. They're getting <laughs> four hits with advantage. So uh, these are plus five. So number one is a uh, oh <laughs> number one only got a eleven to hit. Uh, no. Number two got a twenty two to hit. Yes. Number three got a uh, fourteen to hit. Yes. And number four got sixteen to hit. Yes. So three out of four hit. So God that means damn. they rolled uh, and this is plus three, so that's plus nine. They deal twelve plus nine is twenty one points of damage. Okay, I'm gonna split that across three. So I'm gonna say three of them took seven damage. Okay, cool. So that was awesome. <laughs> so Shiloh, explain how you run in an attack and then your orcs attack. Well, okay, so I ran in, I slashed upwards with my sword and slashed him real good across his chest and as as he like recoils from the horror of that, I, I catch him under his like uh, plate armor that he's got and I pull him down with my fucking muscularness and then oh, yeah. he's on the floor. And then they pummel him with their, uh, I'm assuming they've got blunt weapons. Quack, quack, uh, quack. Yeah, yours, yours four do have blunt weapons. Oh, one of them's got an axe. All right, cool. Axes do. Cool. Um, so yeah, hell yeah. Um, next would be the anchorites' turn, which there's six of them, and I I rolled them all as one like initiative, but I feel like I've already got them individualized on health, so I'm just gonna throw out individual damages. Um, so I'm going to roll. Two hits on each of you guys. 16 and 13 for Fern. 16 and 13. You're now at 17. Yeah, because you're plus one shield. Okay, so neither of those hit. Is that correct? All right, cool. So Fern avoids them. Now let's go for Mud Boy. Uh, 11 and uh, 10. Uh, those ones don't hit. Uh, 17... And a 23 for uh, Cad Warden. Uh, yeah, the uh, 23 is going to hit. Okay, cool. <laughs> so one solid hit. That's fucking bullshit. But okay. Uh, 
you guys are being bombarded by this crowd of anchorites and they start fighting these orcs as they're trying to get to you guys because they feel like you guys have some sort of like mass control over these orc brethren and so they're not really trying to hurt their friends or what they think are their friends and they are trying to go for you but every time they swipe on you guys they are getting met with orc resistance except for there's one that kind of leaps over most of them and comes down with a gashing blow from two spikes from the end of their fists that are made out of boar's tusks and the gauntlet itself looks like a boar so he's stabbing you with two tusks at the same time you are going to take 10 points of damage from this like drop down blow from this anchorite okay gotcha and uh, that is the end of the anchorite's turn it is now Fern's turn Uh, again we're gonna kind of let Jacob roll for the attacks but you get to kind of direct them however you feel and do your own attack cast moonbeam moonbeam okay um towards the the um nice most populated section of this courtyard yeah is there a group of them? Yeah, they all kind of popped around the corner. Okay, so... Real oh. quick, Moonbeam is an amazing choice, sister. Um, Because Dallas yes, just said how all these dudes makes just got done shape-shifting in pigs, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Okay, so right now, there's two of them that are in this, like, five-foot bra- like right. area for this thing. Because it's a five-foot radius, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's a ten-foot circle. So yeah, I put it where, like... Actually, I could probably... You could probably put it... Um, here and hit oh, yeah. like three or four of them. Uh, and so, yeah, they're going to roll a disadvantage. So 15 disadvantage is a uh, six. That one is a natural 19 plus the one mm-hmm. is a 20. So one of the four passes. Uh, 14 plus one is 15 for, uh, or 415. So does that one pass? What's your spell save, DC? Uh, 14. Sorry, I, I hadn't updated it on one of the machines. It's 15. So we got two out of the four. Okay, so that meets it beat. So you beat it, right? Or no, no, I I meet it. Yeah, I meet your thing, so I beat it. So two out of the the four have succeeded. Um, And then the last one is a six plus one is a seven. So half of them succeeded and dodged out of the way. Um, Still dealing half of the damage. So um, um, the full damage Just wanted to let you know. So what's the full damage? That means that they take half as much damage. Uh, But for the ones that failed, they instantly revert to their original form and can't assume a different form until they leave the spell's light. Ooh, that's dope. Okay. The four anchorites in front of you, two of them dodge out of the way of this moonbeam and they are still like hit by it, but they jump just to the edge of it. So they're no longer taking sustained damage in this field. But the other two, they stand there and they kind of vibrate in place and you can kind of see their skin that was like, seemed almost malleable before, slam down and compress and become completely completely locked in place so they are no longer able to transform they kind of feel that they can't you see them kind of like grit their hands together and grit their teeth um and nothing seems to happen so i think you can tell that they know they can't transform into their boar forms and run away um so that was dope as shit um Um, caddy it's your turn i want them to toss ranged how do they attack Uh, each only hit one target so I want them to each oh, aim at a nice. different one. Different one. Okay. There's one no- 
knocked down. Uh, two have been hit sure. twice, and then I'll aim at the knocked down one. Don't do that one. Yeah, please do. Uh, am I rolling these? Yes. Okay. Uh, three of them hits, one misses. It does a grand total of one, two, three plus nine. It does another. Oh, this one's twenty-two points of damage. So that's the total. Uh, I'm gonna deal that out again. Kidoki. Uh, they're all looking like they've definitely seen better days, but they aren't uh, entirely out of the battle yet. So, Caddy, is your turn. Uh, I am going to strike my pickaxe into the ground, which causes this sonic reverberation that eventually explodes into that of a thunderclap, and I'm going to cast Shatter, uh, which is a uh, a 10-foot radius sphere, so 20-foot diameter circle. Uh, Catch as many as I can. Uh, All of those individuals caught within this must make a constitution saving throw. Okay, so you can get everybody? Yeah, they all need to make a con save. Okay. Um, What the fuck? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 con save. Um, Okay. Um, um, so that is a six, uh, 20. So one passes 17. Does that pass? Yep. That passes two passes, uh, six. That does not pass nine. That does not pass, uh, 18. That does pass. That passes. And that should be the last one. So three of them take full damage or full damage and three of them take half damage. There's one more you got to make. There's seven of them. No, there should only be six. Uh, one is mud boy. Ah, He's oops, in the middle okay. of it. Does he oh. get hurt too? Yeah. Oh, Sorry, mud, mud boy. boy. Boy, you gotta make a con save. His mini was uh, the same color as theirs. Yes, no, it's okay. I, I actually said that earlier. I was like, I don't know if it's, a, it's hard to see. Yeah, I, I almost found an inspiration on that net one that I just rolled. Nice, okay. Avoid that. Five twenty-one. 21. Alright, so, so you, you take half damage. Uh, what is the, Wait, the uh, full psych- damage? Uh, so all of them that fail take 20 points of damage. All of them who see take 10. Fuck, okay. My orcs are also probably in that black. Oh, that I can't is tell probably whose orcs true. Are whose. There's no orcs right now on uh, the mini field because there's just so many of them. I didn't want to clog it. Uh, but probably true. I'm um, Jacob. Can you just roll a quick four con save? Sure. I can roll it. Let me roll it. Four con saves for the orcs. This is so many dice. This is why I was worried about it. Um, what's your DC? Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, two fail, two succeed. I've got two 20, orcs remaining with some health. Yeah, two of my orcs have five health. The rest are dead. All right. So two orcs fall in this thunderclap that damages these Talos characters um, and Mudboy, but nonetheless, you are able to take serious damage. Most of these um, these anchorites. Seem so so hurt. They were obviously stronger, but they are so hurt. Um, uh, I'll send in my orcs. They're going to make four attacks with great axes after the thunderclap goes off. Uh, those are fourteen. The lowest one is a fourteen. Um, fourteen beats it. So yeah, okay, all of these so are hits. That's forty twelve plus twelve. That's a twelve three ten ten for thirty five. Thirty five plus twelve is forty seven points of damage. Okay, so this is too much math. Uh, Let's go 12 like for each person. It's 11.75, but uh, so 41. Four. One of them dies. Two of them die. Three of them die. <laughs> four of them die. <laughs> um, so within this thing where you make a thunderclap and it drops two orcs before four orcs run in and slay four of these uh, anchorites of Talos, there are two anchorites left. One of them being on the ground mud boy it is your turn so i got uh two dead orcs by my feet 
feet? Uh, two slightly alive orcs by your feet. Oh, how did they? How did they not die? I missed that. They were like the only ones that had not taken enough hits to be <laughs> completely destroyed by the thunderclap and I the thought... orcs attacking. Okay, so so two of my orc got killed by the thunderclap. Yes, but four of the anchorites got killed by the thunderclap mm-hmm. and by the right. orcs afterwards. Right. So I've got two dead orcs that were my friends. Oh yes, yeah. I thought you were I talking want to about cast cure wounds on one of them. Ooh. Okay. Uh, give me a roll for that health real quick. Eight plus one. All right. Well, one of them coughs up blood and starts sitting up and starts like looking around the the situation and is just so confused as to how they're still alive right now. Do you try to use your bonus action to like compress the wound on the other one? Yes. All right. Uh, I'll call that like stabilizing to a certain extent. Like somebody's still got to like resuscitate them, but they're not going to fail this round of death saves. I re-rolled once and got a net one. Damn. Okay. So yeah, he's not back awake and like conscious, but he basically he's at zero health. You know what I mean? Um, he's in my lap and I'm looking up at the sky in anguish like, why? Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, so that is your turn. What are your orcs doing? Again, there's still two of these anchorites um, going. Either of them prone? One of them is prone. They smack him. Okay. Um, all four orcs on one or are you just having them just split up on the two um i just got two i just uh revived one of them so i guess i have three now uh yes you're uh, right you're right so the first hit is uh 15 how's that do that hits all right the second hit is uh 23 that also hits and a natural 20 Ooh, nice okay so describe how your orcs kill the last two anchorites of talos that are in front of you so two orcs was it just uh, okay okay two Uh, of them two and the one you revived in concert they swing their blunt weapons and it hits the orc on either side of the head (laughs) and it squishes his head like a pimple and then the other one's got an axe if you recall and his head just comes clean off and it's pristine it's a Hell beautiful yeah. head with long, luscious hair. Hell yeah. He was particular about it. You could tell. He was proud. Good. Uh, yes. Um, so that is the end of combat, which I'm glad because my lord was it difficult to deal with those orcs on your team. Um, but you guys Yay. have cleared basically the entire compound because these were the last people of interest aside from Granok, which with their help, you guys absolutely murdered because um, he was not that strong by himself and you you guys were able to just kind of go in there and murk them before these anchorites all teamed up against you. Um, and as you guys are kind of leaving or like getting everything ready, because you're just like, you know, we're going to help you get rid of the mud. We're going to help you clean up the area. This is your guys's place. Don't worry about it. They start talking to you a bit more. And they're like, would you guys like some, some food? We, uh, we cleared it out. So this place is ours. Uh, you said we can join Rat City, Rat Rat City, bit and uh, help you guys with that uh, and you guys are going to deal with the dragon so what can we do to thank you we uh, I want to keep the cloak so you guys can have you guys can have a couple of things here I, I got some other things hold on uh, he stands, and, he stands 
no clue. <laughs> He's keeping the cloak. Uh, <sighs> but uh, he, he brings back a book <laughs> and he hands it to you guys. He brings back a staff that has a bird at the end of it. Um, and then he comes back with another stick that has a button on it. And he brings back a, a tarnished silver candelabrum uh, worth 25 gold. What's the little bird, bird stuff? So, um, is it the staff of bird calls? It's the staff of bird calls. Oh, yay. It's it's a cute thing. Well, I think I can't yeah. remember the exact details, but I can just make it make bird noises. Yes, I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> it's. I know. That's why I wanted it. <laughs> it says put a it has... little, little birdhouse on top of it for Aurelia to sleep in. <laughs> yeah. I love that. It says it has 10 charges, and while holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge from the staff and cause it to create one of the following sounds out to a range of 60 feet. A finch's chirp, a raven's caw, a duck's quack, a chicken's cluck, a goose's honk, a loon's call, a turkey's gobble, a seagull's cry, an owl's hoot, or an eagle's shriek. If you knew about Lyrebird, they basically just give you the minor illusion capture sans illusion imagery. It's funny. Do you know about liar birds? Liar birds! Uh, if you attune to it, it increases the maximum charges by two. I don't know why you would, but... <laughs> I probably do. Yeah. Sure. Um, read Elvish. Oh, yeah. Wait, she's an elf. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good point. Um, It talks about long lost... Actually, hold on. Uh, Give me a history check. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Not that you can't read, but whether or not you'll understand the um, historic value of this. I rolled a weapon, so I'm going to use an inspiration. Don't oh, speak, Elvin. I can just use my highest, right? I got 11. Yep. Okay. You are able to understand that some of these books are like handwritten notes about a long-lost Elvish community that was out here. And you can tell that these were written by the elf <laughs> wizard that was here before, uh, based on the stories you you know but as you read the the stack of elvish books that malin had somebody bring them out to you you get further into them and they are more empty notebooks than full notebooks uh they've got some notes here and there but there's nothing full story about it but as you get into it you start noticing that there is a book that is titled elvish idiom and the pages (laughs) have been cut out to conceal a tiny leather packet containing uh and it says on the on the like outside of it it's embroidered onto a little piece of fabric it says dust of disappearance Uh, (laughs) and inside the last couple of pages you find a couple of really quick-witted elf idioms i don't know what those are i didn't look them up but you now have them and you could make them up and say that they are elf idioms uh, well, first idioms. I can just like the elf idioms or the duck. That big laugh. Yeah, make anything up, and you can be like, "That's an elf." Yeah, that's an elf idiom. No. Here's an elf I, I gotta, The sharper the ears, the sharper the wits. There you go. Yes, some weird shit like that. There's a there's a bunch. I'll send here. I'm gonna send, I'll, send, send. I'll send them in uh, uh, the general chat for you, Fern. So they want to keep the cloak of billowing, uh, but the staff of bird calls is yours. The dust of disappearance. Uh, 
um, what was the other thing I said? Uh, Candelabra. And um, he does tell you, again, that in the search of, like, the areas um, where Granok was at, he found a map that was, like, basically showing the Circle of Thunder not that far away. Um, but this last item that you guys got was, a like, a rod with a button. I feel like on. my boy presses the rod's button. Does anybody button. press the rod's button? Sure. Yeah, he's chaotic enough. He'd do it. Well, he's holding it, and Mud Boy, you grab the staff, and you're totally kind of consenting to this. Yes, <laughs> you're you're swaying it back and forth, realizing it doesn't do anything, and you kind of like in the midst of like looking at it and turning it up again, you press the button, and as you're in the mm-hmm. movement and you press the button, the rod stops, and your hand moves away from it, and your hand like slips grip, and the rod yeah. stays there in the middle of the mm-hmm. air, um, oh, and you touch rod. it, and it stays. And I, no, I do a check see if i can make it seem like it was on purpose just kidding <laughs> you can like but it's saying like it right now you press the button and it's saying in air if you want to like try and make it look like you did that go ahead just check me get there i didn't do it very well <laughs> all right so yeah you press the button and it stays and then your hand walks away and you kind of quickly grab at it and you press the button again and it moves and then you like show it for a second and you press the button again and you like let go of it like it's gonna drop and, and i just, go to die and it's it's not that great exactly yeah and it stays there and everybody's like whoa okay <laughs> but yes so you guys have an immovable rod a staff of bird call um you guys could really try and ask them for this cloak of billowing but no, they, love, a, they, they love they love it. it they love it um and uh the candelabra which again is worth 25 gold but that is it um i assume you guys start talking to the orcs a bit more and figuring out how to get them to rat city rat rat city bitch and be part of it without causing too much commotion um what do you guys think that that looks like either sending them with a note that they could you know like we could be easily identified or maybe aurelia yeah or or ahead just send aurelia now yeah i'll send aurelia with them have her tell them that the uh orcs are going to be on their way and that they are you know friendly and hard workers and just you know looking to stay safe and work hard Mm -hmm. yeah i love it all right you guys are on the way to making uh, where it's rat works. Um, just throwing that out there. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So you guys give them a piece of paper. You guys, uh, Cad Warden sends Aurelia off to the the distance to set the precedence before the orcs arrive. And you guys make your way back to the nightcap tap room, and you guys start heading outside of the Neverwinter Woods. Uh, you guys came in through the west, but but the east is a closer path to an open road. So you guys head that way, and it's going to take you guys a couple of days to get back to Phandalin, but you guys also have this request from Praxis to head to the coastline just past Phandalin. Um, also, you guys are still in... Actually, I should let you guys know, you guys are still in the Neverwinter Wood, and your reward for quote-unquote handling the orcs at the Woodland Manse is back at the racist Falcon's house. Uh, oh boy. We'll you guys could go thing. deal with that or you guys could just head on your way. Um, you guys can walk away from the boots of Elvin Hine. Oh, I like the sound of those, but no. Yeah, so we'll just say you guys continue on your on your way back to, to Phandalin and you guys can turn your reward in there and say, actually, you guys can't even go back to Phandalin because that's not where everybody's at. Uh, everybody's at the Axeholm Guard. And uh, so yeah, you guys just head down the road and uh, as the night comes and you guys take a rest as Nugget keeps heading down the, the way. Right. 
Uh, we will call it a night Ooh. ourselves. I thought it was a good session, even with a smaller group. It's still very yeah. fun. Yeah, I like kind of getting fun. to do some more roleplay things. Uh, it was it was the hell of a thing with the orcs. I did not expect that. That was supposed to be like a hell of a battle. Uh, but you guys were just like, no, we're going to befriend these orcs. And I was just like, well, you guys have been dealing with a lot of yeah. races. Um, these guys are against racism, so like, <laughs> you guys you know, are... Races you guys are against people, and you make them all poor and hungry and shit, and then they maraud, and then you have an all excuse, and it's just a downward cycle. Yeah, you just exactly. gotta turn it around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> for sure, yes. you're teaching me. He's there making picket signs. Yeah. Taxation <laughs> without have, representation have the is theft. Pass it along. Tell them to like, you know, picket on their way into <laughs> wherever they're going. The logger. Vote. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. We're gonna start yeah. turning this like because right now it's it's like a, a monarchical theocracy across. Like the, this, this part of the the continent, so we should uh, uh, begin to invoke it as a uh, <laughs> as a democracy. We're gonna yeah. overthrow kings, reestablish new governments. Yeah, this is great. We're gonna dismantle the oligarchy of Baldur's Gate <laughs> and turn that fucking aristocracy into a proper fucking. <laughs> yes, Sorry, I, I love it. Oh man, we'll see what happens really in good. the next episode. Yeah, no, it's okay. That was good. That was in good. The next episode, of oh, dragons. Episode. Oh my, that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I That's actually it. really good. I yeah. love that name. Thank uh, you for hosting down. Yeah. I'm glad that absolutely. I was able to spend time with y'all. Yes, it was lovely. Well, Everyone. love you guys. Love you guys. I'm going to start. Stop, Doppy. Stop. Good night, my friend.